Welcome to Tax Avoidance is Legal on TalkZone.com, the show that's here to make the topic of taxes fun and interesting while providing great advice for individuals and small business owners on how to mitigate their tax liabilities. Now, here are your hosts, Craig and Belsis Smalley. Good afternoon, listeners, and thank you for joining us on Tax Avoidance is Legal. I am your host, Belsa Smalley. And I am your host, Craig Smalley. And this is week 10 of our show, and uh, as always, we're really excited to be with you live on the air. Uh, when we started this, we decided to challenge ourselves by making the topic of taxes fun and interesting, and uh, I think we've been doing a pretty good job of it so far. At least in the last few weeks, we've finally kind of gotten in the groove, don't you think, Craig? Yeah, I do. You know, I've really enjoyed the, uh, the, the last few topics, but I have to be honest with you. This week we're discussing something that's really, really hard to convey, which is basically business tax deductions. What are deductibles? So we're live on the air and we're happy to take calls. The call in number is 1888 go for it or 1888-463-6748. Now, um, we know that a lot of people are, are at lunch or at work and we're dealing with confidential stuff. And obviously, you don't want somebody that's sitting next to you to, to hear something that you may say. So um, we also have an email that you can send us your questions. And we get quite a few email questions. It's info at taxavoidancelegal.com. And before we move forward, I just want to stress that the uh, advice given on tax avoidance is legal is general in nature. Craig W. Smalley, EA, and CWSEAPA, LLP, and their associated entities cannot be held responsible for the advice given on this radio show. You should always consult with your tax and or legal advisor. Uh, we can be found on the Internet, as Craig mentioned. We have a website, taxavoidanceislegal.com. And throughout the week, uh, what we do is uh, we check our inbox, anything that's come in to our email, info at taxavoidanceislegal.com. And any, any emails we receive through Wednesdays, we always make sure to feature them on Friday's show. And we, we do get quite quite a bit of e- emails. So um, just wanted to let you know that if we don't get to your email during today's show, we will still follow up with you. So it's never too late to send in an email. I still continue to check that email box as we are live on the air. So if you didn't get a chance to send in your questions throughout the week, don't let it stop you. Um, our show is sponsored by CWSEAPA LLP. We're a nationally recognized brand of accounting, tax, and financial services. And you can always reach us at 1-844-CWSEAPA or 1-844-297-3272. And uh, our sister company, Tax Crisis Center LLC, is the nation's premier tax resolution firm. And uh, Tax Crisis Center can be reached at 1-855-IRS-2911. So, you know, Belsis, as you know, I, I put together the notes and, you know, we put them together. And, um, you know, this week I realized that we could probably do a two-part series on this. Really? Because I know you struggled a little bit getting the notes together for this show. So you think we could do two? Yeah, well, I mean, you know me, I don't like giving blanket advice. I mean, you know, what ends up happening is that, you know, um, tax professionals, they get so caught up and there's only one way to do something. There's, you know, and they give a lot of blanket advice and you know, you absolutely know how much I hate doing that. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Why is it that you hate uh, giving uh, blanket advice? 
you know, it's very simple. I mean, everybody's business is different. Everybody's situation is different. And, you know, what's deductible for one business doesn't necessarily mean it's deductible for another business. You know, we'll have clients that come in here during tax season and you've heard them that, you know, well, my neighbor said that his accountant allows him to deduct this. Well, you know, the question is, well, what business is he in? You know, and it's, and it's unfortunate, but, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, tax professionals just give blanket advice. Yeah, I know that when uh, we meet with clients, you uh, ask a lot of questions. You really put them through the ringer. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I have to. I mean, because those, those, you know, the answers to those questions are imperative to my advice. So we both know that when we started this business, we decided from the beginning that we were going to do things completely differently. And I know that, you know, in the beginning that, you know, you... I, it took me forever to, 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 to convey to you what my vision of the business was and everything. But I think now you, you sort of understand why. Yeah, I, I really do get it now. I, like you said, every, every person is different. Every situation is different. Every business is different. And you always, um, really look at the full picture. You like to look at the big picture, which I like. A, a lot of uh, other accountants out there don't. They're just concerned about getting your, you know, taxes done or your monthly bookkeeping done. And that's it. They're done. Um, whereas we really like to learn about the person, learn about their situation. And that way you're able to tailor you know, the, the, the advice that you give them to their specific situation. And I know that in the wee hours of the morning, um, you can always be found doing a lot of research. So tell me, or I know what you're researching, but why don't you tell folks why that's so important and what exactly you research every morning? Well, you know, I, as you know, and as I've heard you tell me over and over again, I spend a lot of money on software. So, yes. uh, yeah, I do. And, you know, my research software sends me an email every morning around 4.30 in the morning. And basically what that email is comprised of is about 35 to 40 changes or so to the Internal Revenue Code. There's tax court cases in there that you can use for precedence. There's changes to the Internal Revenue Manual, which is the manual that the, the agents use. And then there's also revenue procedures. But you name it, it's in there. So I spend my morning reading all of that because it's all new and it'll always help me give advice to clients. I, I want to be on the cutting edge. I want to be able to tell them, oh, well, this has just changed or, you know, there was just a tax court case about this and um, now we can use that as guidance. Yeah, I know whenever I come downstairs and, you know, sometimes even in the middle of the night, I've caught you doing this and you seem really focused on what you're reading. Well, yeah, like I said, it, it takes about two hours a day to go through everything. And then sometimes I have to do further research on a topic because there's been a drastic change. I mean, it's, you know, one thing will lead you to another thing, it leads you to another thing, leads you to another thing. So I don't know. It, it's something that I absolutely love what I'm doing. So, you know, you've heard me tell clients this all the time. I mean, if if I won the lottery on Saturday, Monday morning, I'd be doing my research. Yeah. We all know that. That is for sure. And I really, I really respect that about you. I have to say, um, I know that you are always a lot more structured. You're really 
great when it comes to um, studying, researching, whereas I'm, uh, I'd probably fall right back asleep because <laughs> I need a full eight hours of sleep. And the tax code can be a little dry sometimes, but I really respect that you have such a passion for what you do and that you take the time to research it. It's definitely made us a much better uh, business for it. So thank you for, for doing your, your part. Oh, you don't have to thank me. I absolutely <laughs> love it. But I mean, you know, you'll notice that sometimes I wake you up late in the morning and we're always rushing to get to work on time because, you know, I've been, I've, I've been doing research for a long time that day. And as you know, it's, it's, you know, I kind of pride myself on being a different kind of tax accountant. And, you know, I, I was very blessed, you know, in my career to be exposed to so many different industries that it's, you know, it's just, it, it's a blessing. It's a really, it really has been a blessing because uh, there's very few times that we encounter an industry that you're not familiar with. So uh, that's a, that's another plus uh, I have to say about all the well, time and effort you put into it. Well, what's funny is, you know, when I encounter a business that I'm not familiar with, do you know what I do? What's that? Well, you research it, I'm guessing. <laughs> sort of, sort of, but I pull out the audit guide from the IRS on the industry. So, you know, a, a lot of people don't know what that, don't realize that you can go to irs.gov and you can type in your business and audit guide and there's probably an audit guide about it. So what I do is I like to look up and see what the IRS is looking for. You know, what are, what are they looking for if, if this were to be audited? What are, you know, um, you know, the different tricks of the business and, and, and things like that. And, you know, and, and also it'll sort of give you a, a bird's eye view of how that business operates. That's awesome that you do that. Um, I didn't, you know, I've, I've, I've never really looked at one of those. I'd love to see one of those audit guides. <laughs> well, yeah, they're, you know, they're really interesting. And, you know, you know me, I don't want to give bad advice. So if it's, you know, if it's something I don't know that a client asks, I'll let them know, you know, I'll look it up and I'll research it and I'll get back to them, you know, because the internal revenue code is so vast. I mean, there's so much. But in those audit guides, if you know what the IRS is looking for, you can advise your client. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, I think we should get cracking on on what our topic is today. And I'm going to start with a really uh, loaded question for you. Craig, what is deductible for businesses? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that, that that is a loaded question. So honestly, what I tell clients um, when they ask me that question is what IRC code section 162 says. And basically, basically what that says is anything that is ordinary, necessary, or enhances your business is deductible. Can you give some examples of what that is? Because that's very vague. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very vague. But if we go back to the definition, anything that is ordinary, that would be ordinary for your business. Necessary, that would be necessary for your business or enhances your business. And every business is different. So just for conversation's sake, if you have a doctor as a client, um, they'll have a lot of lab expenses, medical supplies, payroll. What they won't have are things like meals unless, you know, they're on call or something, and even those expenses um, have been challenged in tax court, believe it or not. And then, in addition, they won't have a lot of auto expenses unless they're traveling from you know their office to the hospital or the hospital to their office, you know, because doctors don't make house calls anymore. So um, now, now on the flip side of that. 
if you're running sales, you'll have a lot more of ex- expenses for meals and entertainment because you're taking people out to lunch. And, and of course, you'll have a lot of, you know, auto deductions because, you know, you're going back and forth, uh, you know, to, to, to make the sale, you know? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So basically what you're saying is it all depends, kind of depends on the business you're in and the industry and all those factors. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's not one of those things where you can, you know, you know, you, you can't give a blanket answer. Well, you can deduct this, you can deduct that, you can deduct the other. It, it really, 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 really depends on the type of business you're in. So, you know, I know that that, you know, is sort of, encompassing that's what this show is going to be about today so um you know with that in mind it's it's something that um i think you know, maybe we, we might have to take a break before you actually get into it because it's yeah so. <laughs> yeah 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 it's gonna go on so yeah it's probably time to take a break all right. Well, let's go ahead and take a break. I want to remind everyone that you can give us a call at one eight 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 go for it or one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight with your questions or email them to info at taxavoidancesleagle.com. At Tax Crisis Center, LLC, we solve tax problems for a living. If you have a tax problem with the IRS, you've probably been inundated with postcards and letters from different tax resolution companies all over the country. Tax Crisis Center, LLC, is the country's premier tax resolution company. Unlike other tax resolution companies that will take your money and do nothing for you, once we are retained, we go to work. We get results for our clients and will handle your IRS problem professionally and expeditiously. Don't let the IRS push you around anymore. Give us a call at 1-855-IRS-2911. Email us at help at taxcrisiscenter.com or visit us on the web at www.taxcrisiscenter.com and let your voice be heard. CWS EAPA is a financial services company specializing in taxation and tax-related issues. Tax planning is a year-round activity. The biggest mistake that people make is thinking about taxes during tax time. When you have a complex tax situation, you need to plan for taxes on a year-round basis. Our specialty is mitigating our clients' tax obligations through careful tax planning. Tax avoidance is legal. Call us today at one 1- 844-CWS-EAPA or 1-844-297-3272. You can visit us on the web at cwseapa.com or email us at info at cwseapa.com. Put us to work for you today. Welcome back to Tax Avoidance is Legal on TalkZone.com. Here's Craig and Belsis Smalley. Welcome back to Tax Avoidance is Legal. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we are talking about a uh, subject that we get a lot of questions on, which is tax deductions. Uh, so 
before the break, Craig uh, started a little bit talking about uh, how, you know, it depends on the type of business or industry that you're in. And uh, I'm before he got rolling, I wanted to take a quick break. I want to remind everybody that you can give us a call. Uh, we are live on the air. Uh, the call-in number is one eight eight eight. go for it or one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. And you can also visit us on the web at taxavoidanceislegal.com. We have a nice little form that you can submit um, in our contact us page. Um, you can choose to be uh, anonymous if you are concerned about anybody asking questions and well, people hearing say, them. Don't say that because I really like to know where people are from. That really, I, yeah, I, I really know. like to know where where people are from. That that really interests me. So At no. least give so, give us where you're from. You don't have to give us your real name, but give us where you're from so that Craig can get his yeah. little kicks. He likes to know where everybody's calling him from. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And on that note, I just wanted to say we, we did um, get some really great ratings numbers in. So I want to thank everybody who's out there listening to us, either live on the air or actually going back and listening to our, our um, you know, recorded. Um, I guess it would be kind of a podcast, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. So thank, thanks for everybody who's out there actually listening to us. Uh, we weren't sure when we started this that we'd actually have any listeners. And it turns out that we have quite a few of you out there and and we've been getting quite a few questions, uh, Craig. So you want to start with some of these questions? Yeah, absolutely. All right. I have a question from Michael in St. Louis. And Michael states that uh, he's in the landscaping business. And uh, he says that he buys lunch every day for himself. He has a crew but doesn't buy their lunch. His accountant is writing off his lunches every day, but he saw an IRS video on YouTube about meal expenses, and it sounded like he can't deduct those. What do you think? Well, first of all, I want to say that that's awesome that you uh, visited the IRS's YouTube channel. They've they've really, really, um, you know, gone kicking and screaming into the 21st century, and they're really trying to get things out, and that's and that's awesome, you know. But um, you know, they they've been working very, very hard to establish that channel, and um, I wish I had more clients like you. But you know, basically, uh, you know, lunch for yourself isn't tax deductible, but. If you wanted to make a tax deductible, there is a way to do it. You could buy lunch for you and your crew. I mean, that's a little, you know, a little more expensive, but um, meals that you provide for your employer because of for for your convenience is tax deductible. So if you're on a job site and you're providing them lunch because it's more convenient for them to stay on the job site during lunch. That's actually tax deductible, believe it or not. But, but if you're just, you know, providing lunch for yourself, then no, that's, that's not deductible. Okay. Well, hopefully all of our uh, employees aren't listening in and expecting lunch now every day, Craig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, you know, we, we do we it. Try, we, do we, it try. we try. We try. We're pretty good, I think. We're pretty fair. Um, but that does bring up a good point, actually. Does the tax professional have any responsibility for uh, uh, taking deductions, like Michael stated, that are not tax deductible? Well, it depends. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's hard to pin that on the professional. I mean, you know, the, uh, honestly, the, uh, 
it's kind of a long answer, but I'm going to give it to you. It's, you know, we're, uh, as a tax professional, we're responsible for the information that we're given from clients. Now, um, there's also something that we're supposed to do, and it's called due diligence. So we're supposed to ask those questions. So if I was in the shoes of Michael's accountant, I would ask him questions about these meals that he's writing off. What are they for? You know, how are they? You know, I wouldn't um, just expense them. But, yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we are required to do some sort of due diligence. And, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, Belsis, our clients, they – um, they complain because, you know, before we do a tax return, we have them fill out a 35 page organizer and I know that they hate it, but oh, yeah, they do. it's, yeah, but it's me doing my due diligence. I have to know these things. So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I, I try to explain that as best as I can when we have to send them the organizer. They don't like it, but uh, ultimately it's there to help them. Sometimes there's a lot of information uh, there. You know, well, there is a lot of information they're expected to, rem- to know. Um, there, it's impossible to remember everybody's, uh, you know, every single situation for every single client. But on top of that, it even helps the clients. It jo- jogs their memory to, um, you know, did I have this? Did I, you know, do that during the year? Because, exactly. Exactly. Uh, months yeah. is a long time. Um, but this also brings up a good good point that I think is it's important for you to um, for us to communicate to the audience. But um, just so the audience know, what is the tax professional responsible for on a tax return? Because I think a lot of folks are uh, would be surprised to know, um, you know, that a lot of the responsibility really falls on them. But if you could go into uh, what the tax professional is responsible for on a tax return, I think that would be really helpful. Well. I'm responsible for the information that, just like I said, I'm responsible for the information that you've given me. So if there's something, I do something uh, different though, is I do a lot of due diligence. So if I'm given, you know, for instance, sometimes somebody will give me a list of their, uh, just a handwritten list or a spreadsheet of their income and their expenses. If an expense doesn't look right or if it's something I have questions about, I ask about it. I do my due diligence, but um, honestly, what I'm responsible for is what you're giving me. That's um, to some to some degree, but like I said, there are due diligence requirements that I'm supposed to supposed to take. Right, and obviously, I know the answer to this question that I'm about to ask you, but um, I think it's important for folks to to understand this. Is the tax business regulated? Can you explain a little bit about that? How it's regulated? What is? What isn't? Um. Yeah, well, it's kind of a complicated answer, and um, so, but you know, here here it is. I'm going to try to make this as easy as I possibly can. There is no regulating body that so anybody anybody out there listening can open up a tax office tomorrow um, without a license, without um, any uh, experience. Just if you think you know a little bit about taxes. You can open up your own tax office. You don't need a license. So um, what the IRS um, does is, um, you know, there are licensed people. So there's enrolled agents. That's what I am. I'm licensed by the Internal Revenue Service. And there's CPAs. They are licensed by the different state boards of accountancy. Then there's lawyers and, you know, tax attorneys that, um, you know, they'll sometimes will do tax returns. But for the most part, no, the tax business. It's not. It's not regulated. There are no licensing requirements. 
Wow. Yeah, that's scary, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I know that you're licensed and have been licensed for 20 years, but what do you think about uh, the fact that no one is regulating tax professionals? Because that, that's very scary to me. Well, I will let you know, uh, a couple of years ago, the Internal Revenue Service tried to. They, um, they came in and they, uh, they tried to regulate, uh, tax preparers, but, but guess what happened? Somebody sued them for them. An unlicensed, uh, tax pre- preparer sued them. So when they sued them, it went all the way to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court basically said, no, the IRS can't do that. They have to actually change the law. So, Currently, right now on Capitol Hill, there is a, a law or, or, well, there's a bill that's um, trying to become law where um, the IRS will actually be able to regulate taxpayers. So, preparers. So, it's something that's very important when, you know, you have this, people have this thought that, you know, just because somebody is sitting behind a desk and um, they're doing your taxes that they're licensed, they're not. Look for initials after their name. Look for EA, CPA, you know, something like that. You know, make sure that that person specializes in taxes. So it's something that, you know, um, a lot of people don't realize that, but, you know, um, I, I really, 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 really think that they should be regulated. Yeah, I agree with you. And I know when when we meet with a client, you usually read them a disclosure. I think it'd be helpful if you kind of went into that and explained what all the the legal uh, mumbo jumbo means that uh, you usually tell folks in your disclosure. So, if you wouldn't mind uh, sharing that with the audience, I think that'd be really helpful. Yeah, so basically, you know, what I do is because I ask so many questions and I want people to be um, honest with me and open with me. And so basically my disclosure talks about confidential information and privileged information. Now, um, not all tax professionals have privileged information, but my license is to represent uh, taxpayers before the Internal Revenue Service. So um, I have a little bit more of a privilege than, say, a CPA would or um, but not as as good as an attorney does. So um, I basically read them that disclosure that, you know, you know, the difference between confidential and privileged information and basically everything that, you know, we're discussing doesn't go anywhere. It's a, it, it can't go anywhere. Well, uh, the reason I kind of wanted you to go into that is um, kind of peeked ahead and I saw that we have a question from Jason in Las Vegas, and I think it kind of applies to that, so I wanted to kind of lead with with your explanation. But Jason uh, says that he got into an argument with uh, his tax professional, and there was uh, it had something to do with a fee dispute, and he thinks that uh, the tax professional turned him into the IRS because ever since then, uh, he's been receiving audit notices for the last three years. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> that's, that's absolutely horrible. I mean, you know, if your if your accountant did that, that's I mean, first of all, that's that's unethical. That's not something that you know. The only time that um, that we are required to, well, we're not even required to, but you know, I know that in in twenty two years, I've never. Um, gone to the IRS and said that this client's doing this or this client's doing that. But I will let you know that if I ever did run across something that was done that was being criminal, 
um, I would, um, you know, I, I would think about it. I mean, I'm not saying I would do it, but, um, yeah, that, that's absolutely horrible. But, you know, it could also be, you know, um, you know, if, if those, and he said his returns are being audited for the last three years, it could also be that, um, you know, like I said, some tax preparers are unlicensed and they have uh, patterns on how they do tax returns. And if they're doing things wrong, the IRS will pick up on those patterns. And mm-hmm. what they'll do is, unfortunately, they'll go in and audit all the clients of uh, whoever's preparing those returns. So it's something you got to be really careful about. I wouldn't necessarily jump to the conclusion that he turned you in. I, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I know. Um, but, you know, you brought up some really good points. And, and sometimes there is, a, you know, there's a, a line you, you walk there where, you know, obviously, the, well, let's hope that, uh, Jason, it, that it's just a coincidence maybe that that happened to you. Yeah, and it, it, and it could very well be, you know, because, you know, tax returns are audited for so many different reasons. And, you know, just because there's a fee dispute, um, which, first of all, um, I know – you know, for myself, I always, um, you know, we have very expensive malpractice insurance. And with that insurance, it uh, requires clients to sign a um, an engagement letter. And in that engagement letter, and you've seen it before, Bell, so mm-hmm. it's in all bold. It's in all bold. This is what we're going to charge you. It's between a range. So you should know going in what the, what the fee is. And if you don't, well ask questions, you know, because that's something that, um, you know, you got to be really, really, really careful about because, you know, I don't know. It's just something you've just got to be, you know, careful about. Absolutely. Well, um, I'm going to, uh, I, I can't wait for some of these questions that have come in for me to pose them to you. We've got some really good ones, but before we tackle those, I think it's time for us to take a, a little break. I want to remind everyone that you can call us at 1-888-GO-FOR-IT or 1-888-463-6748 with your questions or email them to info at taxavoidanceislegal.com. And on the other side of the break, Craig's going to tackle some of these questions regarding what's what's a business expense, what can and can't be uh, deducted. Yeah, so we'll get back to topic. Yeah. Forming a corporation or LLC can separate personal assets from your business assets. No matter what state your business operates in, forming a corporation or LLC in Nevada, Delaware, or Florida has benefits. For example, forming a corporation in Nevada offers privacy and no corporate income tax. Forming a corporation in Delaware can give you the legal protection of the state of Delaware, which is business friendly. On top of the legal reasons to form a corporation, there are tax benefits as well. Give us a call today at 1-844-CWSEAPA or 1-844-297-3272 or email us at info at cwseapa.com. Come and see what you've been missing. Payroll can be a nightmare for a small business. When you have employees, you have to pay them periodically, pay the taxes associated with them, and file quarterly tax reports with the Internal Revenue Service and the state that your business operates in. Our payroll is seamless. It is done through a cloud-based system. All you do is put in what you are paying your employees and approve your payroll. We handle the rest. 
Our fees are lower than the national payroll companies, too. Call us today at 1-844-CWSEAPA or 1-844-297-3272 or visit us on the web at CWSEAPAPayrollService.com. At Alburnus Business Services Incorporated, we view ourselves as your internal bookkeeping department and are always improving ways to leverage proven cloud technologies to streamline and improve the efficiency of our outsourced services. With an in-house bookkeeper, you would run the cost of about 45000 a year. But with our monthly services, it would be a fraction of that cost. Let us help you with the tedious, time-consuming side of your business so you can focus on growing your business. Call us today at one 695-6658. Our website is albernaservices.com or email dalbernas at albernaservices.com. Your success is our business. Welcome back to Tax Avoidance is Legal on TalkZone.com. Here's Craig and Belsa Smalley. Welcome back to Tax Avoidance is Legal. Thanks for joining us back from our break. Today we are talking about business expenses. Uh, reminding everyone of our call-in number, it's one eight 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 go for it or one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. Or you can send in your emails via email to info at taxavoidanceislegal.com. As Craig mentioned in the beginning of the show, we realize a lot of folks are at work right now. They may not want everyone in the office to hear them uh, asking a confidential question. So feel free to email us during this show. We will get as many questions. Uh, questions uh you know answered as possible now craig i have some really good questions i have one here i can't wait to pose to you um we've got a question from dime d-i-m-e um from boca and her question is uh she says hi i'm an exotic dancer and i have to buy little exotic costumes for different fetishes and situations that are requested of me can i write them off yes absolutely yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and uh, so she's in the entertainment business. So, you know, any kind of uh, you know stuff that she has to buy to, you know, uh, you know, to entertain. Yeah, that's absolutely deductible. Now, I will tell you that um, that would be a different answer for a professional. So, Belsus, you know that I spend a lot of money on suits and uh, you know the accessories that go with the suits and and all of that. I can't write that off because I can wear that somewhere else. But in her particular case, yes, absolutely she can write that off. Yes. Now, now you you said something there that could be quite offensive to Dime. You you said, in the case of a professional, I'm, I'm here to tell you, Dime, I'm certain is quite a, quite a good professional in her industry. So let's not knock Dime now. I really well, of course, she's a professional. I didn't mean anything. I didn't mean anything by that. At I all. knew you didn't. I was just teasing you. But I do love her name. You gotta gotta hand it to her. She's got a, a cool name, Dime. Well, probably your um, stage name. I, I'm I'm hoping so. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Well, um, I do have some more questions. So she she kind of caught me off guard there. Um, we have a question from Michelle in Tulsa. Uh, Michelle says. Is there some sort of list that can show a business owner what is deductible? Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Well, you know, actually there is. So you can pull up a tax return and look and see what categories there are. So that'll give you basics 
of what's deductible. Now, whether or not you can deduct it is a whole different story, but, um, you know, that'll give you an, and also, you know, the, the emailer that, um, that emailed before about the IRS's YouTube channel, that thing is amazing. Go spend some time on that. Listen to that. They're, they're really good about that. And I know we have different little, uh, Sheets that we like to give folks different little checklists that yeah we, for the different yeah. industries that they're in like real estate professionals people in law enforcement yeah 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 stuff like that yeah so there are tools out there that can help you um, Michelle you may have to do a little research and you know uh, if there's uh, somebody in a particular industry who has questions feel free to send us an email we'll be happy to point you in the right direction if you're having a hard time finding uh, any tools out there that might be able to help you with what is or isn't deductible. Now, I have to say that I sit in on every appointment that we have with clients, and I really like how detailed you are. I really like the fact that you follow up with them. You send them a summary of everything that's gone out, uh, you know, gone on during the, the meeting. Can you talk a little bit about that for our audience? Well, I think it's a little more than a summary. It's usually yeah. about a, a 35 page. Um, yeah, I, I just, um, I, I want everybody to know, you know, basically, you know, because I, and, and it's funny, I, I record every one of my conversations and obviously I get permission to do that and that's considered privileged information. So that never goes anywhere. But what I do is I record it and I go back and I listen to it and, and I don't want somebody frantically writing notes as I'm talking to them and, and I don't want to frantically be writing notes as I'm talking to somebody because I want to be able to, to respond, listen and, you know, I, I can't do, you know, I multitask but I can't do a lot of things at, at one time. So basically what I do is after I meet with a client, I send them a 35-page thing of what we discussed, and usually by then they've sent me their tax returns and things like that, and I analyze their tax returns. I go into you know different things that they can deduct in their particular industry and, and the different advice that I had given them throughout the um, – you know, throughout the meeting. And, and I think that that's, you know, something that I really enjoy doing. And I think um, the client enjoys getting that. Yeah, I don't think there are that many uh, accountants out there doing that. What, what do you no, think? No, no, they're not. And again, I mean, you know, we do things um, a, a lot differently than mm-hmm. other accountants. And, and I do want everybody to know that I spent the first 18 years in practice in a, uh, a partnership that was, it, it was a big partnership and we had, you know, three, 4,000 clients and, um, it, but it was basically, it was completely different than what I did when I went on my own. And it was, you know, basically get the client, do their accounting work and fill out forms. And, and that was basically it. And it was, you know, it, it, it was something that I wanted to change because there was a disconnect there between, um, you know, what I'm telling the client and, and what they're actually receiving. So I want to make sure that they know you know, the things that we discuss, the things that, um, you know, that, that, that I think are helpful for their business so they can have something to go back and refer to. And, and I think that it's something that, um, you know, that, that I want to do now. Um, there, I can't, I can't think of any, uh, you know, accountants out there that are doing that except for maybe the big four accounting firms. I'm mm-hmm. sure they're doing it, but, but, you know, for, you know, somebody that's, you know, 
the bridge between you know that no i don't i don't think that there's too many do- people doing that so what would you say to um, any clients or any folks out there that have questions about what is deductible what should they do Call your client. You number one. You should have a pretty good. Um, you should have a, a, a pretty good relationship with your accountant. So you should be able to call them. So I know with my clients, they have an open door policy. Much to my assistant's dismay, who is, uh, yeah, she's uh, she's she's getting better with me on that. She's um, and I've been working. I with should. Her. I think you mean you're getting better. Uh, on I'm that. You're listening yes. to her now. <laughs> yes, I'm listening to her, and but but yeah, it, it's something that I have an open door policy. If you have a question, I always tell clients, call me, call me. I'm not going to charge you for it. I would much rather spend five minutes talking to you about a situation than um, two hours later trying to get you out of something. And you know, I do a much better job of keeping you out of trouble than getting you out of trouble. So it's something that I know that I have an open door policy. Now I don't know if any other accountants are like that but um as for me i that's that's how i operate that's that's what i like to do i know you love your job but sometimes that does uh, seem like you need a little break you are really uh quite busy all the time so yeah, 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 but but I do, I do take them. You know, um, I've been listening to my assistant. My assistant tells me that you know I need to I need to take a break, and she's amazing. And and here we are. She is amazing, and it was her birthday yesterday. So happy birthday, Nirka! If you're out there listening, hopefully, absolutely happy birthday. She's an awesome assistant. Um, so, is there any industry that you tend to shy away from? One that it just isn't your particular favorite? Um, you know, in all your years of experience, I'm sure there you have uh, industries you you love, and ones that are, eh, you're not as fond of. Well. I wouldn't say shy away from. I just, I, you know, there, there are certain industries that I don't think that I can add much value to. So, um, you know, those specific industries would be like, I don't know, like construction. I mean, I, I can handle, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, what I'm talking about are, are like subcontractors, people that subcon, you know, like the general contractor. I'm very good at dealing with that, but you know, the subcontractors and things like that i'm not not so good with that but you know there's there's not too much i shy away from um but you'll hear me when when i talk to a client if it's something that i don't have a lot of experience with or uh, you know i am you know and i think that's rare i will tell them i you know that i don't have a lot of experience or this is something that i think somebody else can maybe help you with better than i can yeah you're always very honest and that's that's always a good thing i think because you'd be doing the Client a disservice if uh, absolutely absolutely yes, if you didn't absolutely. Um, I have a quick question before I think we might want to take another break. Um, we've got Penny from California. Um, she does adult movies. She's in school and wants to know: Can she write off her movie classes? I guess she's uh, maybe taking classes, uh, film-related classes, uh, but. She does adult movies, so she wasn't sure if there was a difference. Can she um, write off her uh, classes? Well, yeah, that's an interesting. Um, that's interesting. If well, it doesn't sound like she's in. She has her own like film studio or something like that. So she's probably paid per um, per appearance or something like that. But yeah, absolutely, yes, she can write off her uh, her acting classes. Yeah, absolutely. 
Okay. Well, that's good for her to know. Well, it sounds like it's time for us to take another uh, our, our little quick break uh, so that uh, we can come back and answer all the rest of these questions. We've got quite a few questions to tackle um, when we return. Um, but uh, send us your email. Info at taxavoidancelegal.com is our email address. Or you can also give us a call, one eight 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 go for it or one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. And we'll be back in just a few couple minutes with uh Craig answering a lot more of these questions about what is and isn't uh, deductible. Perhaps I look forward to it. Craig Smalley is the author of 12 books regarding taxation. Two of his books have been revised this year. It starts with an idea revised edition takes you through the startup of a company. It talks about taxes, entity structuring, the IRS, and so much more. The Complete Guide to Estate, Gifts, and Trust Taxation revised edition is about how to navigate the complex estate tax. Both books have just been released by CWSEAPA Publishing, LLC, and are on sale now at Amazon.com. If you are a business that has outgrown your accountant but are not big enough for one of the big four accounting firms, CWS EAPA Consulting may be perfect for you. We specialize in tax consulting for small to medium-sized businesses. We can advise you on whether it is time to start a holding company or management company to mitigate your tax liability. We can advise you on whether it is a good time to expand your business, hire employees, buy equipment, or lease equipment. There are different tax reasons to do different things. Let our over 22 years of experience work for you. Call us today at 1-844-CWSEAPA or 1-844-297-3272. You can email us at info at cwseapa.com or visit us on the web at cwseapa.com. We're doing something amazing and we want you to be a part of it. With so many choices when looking for quality investment advice, you owe it to yourself to seek a professional who has your best interests at heart. At J.B. Meridian Advisors, we don't sell products that generate commissions or have hidden fees. Client assets are never locked up in illiquid investments that could take months or years to access, or worse, charge a penalty to sell in an emergency. Our simple structure aligns the interests of our clients with our interests by charging a flat fee based on the assets we manage. As your portfolio value increases, our firm grows. Call J.B. Meridian Advisors now at 877-398-0051 or visit us online at jbmeridian.com. Now, let's get back to Craig and Dulcis Smalley for more of Tax Avoidance is Legal on TalkZone.com. Thanks for joining us back after our break here at uh, Tax Avoidance is Legal. Today, we've been talking about business expenses and uh we are still taking calls and emailed questions. If you uh, have a question, feel free to give us a call at one eight 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 go for it or one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight or send us an email to info at taxavoidanceslegal dot com. And uh, we've gotten quite a few emails in. Uh, so, Craig, if you're ready, I'm going to see if we can get through uh, as many as these as we can fit into our last uh, few minutes of the show. Okay, I'm ready. Right. We've got Addison in Charlotte, and she wants to know. What are some common deductions for a construction business? 
Oh, the construction business. Yeah. Well, you know, basically, you know, any uh, materials, job supplies, you know, all of that's deductible. Um, you know, ice, water, you know, things like that. Um, one thing that, uh, is, uh, you know, going back to the one question we had about the landscaper, you could make your meals deductible if, if you provided meals for the crew, um, along with you because you're providing, um, meals, uh, at the employer's convenience. So it's something that, that you can do. Now, there is something that I do want to sort of talk about with construction. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you'll let me go on a tangent here a little bit. Sure. Um, sometimes in construction, uh, they uh, the 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 uh, foreman or the the general contractor will pay um, their employees as subcontractors, and a lot of times that's incorrect. That's an incorrect classification. So, um, what it all boils down to is control. If you have control of what that person does. Um, they're on your crew, they're on a crew or something, you have to pay them as an employee. There's no getting out of it. So I know a lot of times that um, they don't like doing that, but mm-hmm. um, absolutely, they absolutely positively have to do that. So yeah. um, that, that was my little tangent there. But talk to your accountant about that because um, obviously there are some, some um, subcontractors, but for the most part, um, most of the people that you pay are employees. Okay. Um, We have another question. Sam in Ann Arbor wants to know if there is an audit guide for the restaurant industry and do you have any experience working with clients in the restaurant industry? Yes, I do. I have a lot of uh, experience with uh, people that work in the restaurant industry. And yes, there is an audit guide. And, and it's very interesting, um, that audit guide. So a lot of things have changed in the restaurant industry, which is, um, which is funny. The way that you, um, recover, um, things that you, uh, that you purchase in the restaurant industry has, has changed and it's in your favor. So you can deduct them. You can accelerate depreciation on that and depreciation is basically um, how you recover um, how you expense um, your capital um, your capital purchases over a period of time so yes and a lot has changed in the restaurant industry so um, you would want to talk to an accountant that's familiar with those changes because when I say that you when it, that has changed it's drastically changed mm, exactly that's where all that uh, research comes into play and you definitely absolutely. Want, want to have somebody who keeps abreast and keeps up to date on all that stuff so absolutely. Kathleen in Atlanta wants to know if you handle clients in different states. Oh yeah, absolutely. I have um I have a federal license so I can um I can represent anybody um in in all 50 states, US territories. What's amazing though is we also have clients in other countries, you know, expats that are, you know, that they also have filing requirements. So yeah, I mean and also, you know, we have the different offices. We have one in Delaware, we have one in Nevada and um you know, Belsus is Belsus knows that if it's uh if it's a client, there's a lot of times we'll board a plane and we'll go visit the client and um, and stuff like that. So, yes, absolutely, we do. We handle clients in all 50 states. Yeah, we don't mind traveling for sure. That uh, To me, I enjoy it. I love uh, the fact that with your license, you're able to um, have clients all over I the U.S. I know. I absolutely, I absolutely love it. 
it keeps things uh, fun and exciting and interesting for us. So we we really enjoy that a lot. Um, let's see if we can squeeze in some more of these questions. Scott in Springfield wants to know how big your team is, and if he became a client, would he be pushed off on someone under you? <laughs> well, that's an interesting question. Um, we have a fairly good-sized team. Um, here's where my assistant has told me that I need to sort of um, have her help me more is, number one, you will never, ever be pushed off onto somebody else. I don't do that. I um, I answer all emails. Any tax questions, for sure, I answer. But, you know, um, but no, that's, that's, I know that that's very popular in um, the accounting industry where you'll be pushed off on the junior accountant or the staff accountant or or something like that but no i i handle it I, and, and it's and and that's why i work as long and as many hours as i do because i don't ever want um you know somebody to think that they're not important enough for me so i take a lot of that responsibility on to myself so um you know we might, and, we might have to clone you correct <laughs> yes exactly i tell yeah i tell belsis that it would be great if there was more than one of me of, of course she always says that that would be horrible but oh. um yeah yeah yeah. but it, it's something that no 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 we don't we don't put i would never push you off on somebody else yes he definitely wouldn't uh, uh jimmy and decanter wants to know why is uh, why his a tax accountant won't let him deduct the expenses for his master's degree? Hmm. Ask that again. Uh, why he wants to know why his tax accountant won't let him deduct the expenses for his master's degree? Well, I don't. It, if you own a business, if you own a business, you can um, you can have an education plan where you can pay for your employees' education up to five thousand two hundred and fifty dollars per year. Now, the problem with that is um, if you're an S corporation, you can't do that. That's a fringe benefit that you can't do. But if you are a C corporation, you can do it. But the problem is if you do it for yourself, you have to do it for your employees. It Maybe that's what he was getting at, but that shouldn't stop you because there's something called the lifetime learning credit. So even if you can't write it off through your business, you can also you can always get a credit for it on your tax return with the lifetime learning credit. Yeah, definitely. Um, and kind of uh, let's see, have another question here. Kim, she's trying really hard to. Uh, she doesn't say where she's from. She's working really hard to get into rea- uh, reality TV. And uh, she spends a lot of money on hair and makeup. She wanted to know, um, can she write that off? Um, she also has to pay for a crew that uh, follows her around and helps her with hair and makeup. So can she deduct those expenses that she incurs with hair and makeup um, if it has to do with her, um, you know, reality TV uh, career? Well, there's something you've got to be very careful. That's kind of a loaded question. Mm-hmm. If she if she's making money, so for instance, like she's sponsored by by somebody and they're paying her or or something similar to that, then yeah. But but if she's not, the IRS can always come in and call it a hobby and say no, you know. Mm-hmm. But typically, let's just say, just for conversation's sake, you're an actor or an actress and you have hair and makeup that you you pay for out of pocket or 
or there's um, your performer and there's certain attire that you wear for the performance. Obviously, all of that is deductible. So, um, you know, it, it's something that you just have to be very careful with. But, yeah. Okay. Well, our final question comes from Gregory in Orlando, and he wants to know what uh, did you think of the Miami Hurricanes spring game? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're in Florida, and football is really big, and um, I'm a Hurricanes fan. Don't ask me why, because I'm UCLA alumni, but I am a Hurricane fan, so I'm not a Gator fan. I'm not a Florida State fan. I'm a Hurricane fan. So um, we got a really good coach this year. We got George's coach. We got Mark Rick. So um, it's amazing. It's amazing. They looked really good in the spring game. They uh, um, it was it was something. And and you and what they do is they play a spring game in the springtime, obviously, mm-hmm. um, basically for the boosters of the uh, thing, and they televise them. So um, yeah, it was really nice to see him and they, they look like they're on their their uh, their way and their road to uh, to great things so yes I was very excited about that and I have no idea how Gregory knows I'm a Hurricanes fan but thanks for the question <laughs> all right well this is going to conclude today's show if we didn't get to your emailed question on the air <laughs> Uh, we will uh, definitely email you back. Remember to visit our website, taxavoidanceislegal.com, and mail your questions throughout the week to info at taxavoidanceislegal.com. And please tune in next week uh, when we are going to talk about a subject that I know Craig has written several published articles on, and it is income types. Honestly, that is not as boring as it sounds. I <laughs> promise. Once you understand the different income types, then you can understand what you can deduct against them and what money you can make under the different income types. So it's mm-hmm. really not as boring as it sounds. I, I promise you that. Well, definitely tune in. Uh, remember, this show is sponsored by Tax uh, Crisis Central LLC and CWSCAPA LLP. And uh, we are a nationally recognized brand of accounting, tax, and financial services. You can always reach us at 1-844-CWSCAPA. Thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to next week's show. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Looking for world-class website hosting at a fair price? Pair Networks is your best choice. Founded in the early days of the web and still going strong today, Pair Networks now hosts hundreds of thousands of websites for its demanding customers worldwide. Setting the standards for excellence, Pair Networks is a technical support staff that's.